Hello, everybody. Welcome back to I Want to Be A here on LJN Radio, where we speak with professionals in a variety of industries and fields to give you tips and the inside track on these particular positions. I'm your host, Tim Muma. This is actually the second part of I Want to Be a Police Officer with Brian Doro, Associate Dean of Criminal Justice and Law Enforcement at Waukesha County Technical College, and he's also a veteran police officer as well. When we pick up the conversation now, talking about the type of hours one can expect on the job, and he'll also detail some other aspects for us as well. What about the hours? I mean, again, I know it's going to fluctuate depending on different circumstances. I mean, is it something where you're starting off that it can just be very widely? Is there usually some sort of set schedule, even though it might be, you know, overnight versus morning? I mean, I guess how does that all work for people? Again, we're just trying to get as much information to the listeners as possible. Sure. Well, uh, you know, and that's the hours are, are, are the most challenging part uh, of the profession because all likelihood as a new officer going to a department where they have a, a seniority system, you are going to be assigned to the late shift. And the late shift hours are usually, you know, 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. with a couple, you know, variation, maybe an hour or two. But for the most part, you're going to be assigned to the late shift. And so you have to be able to work under those conditions. And a lot of times, you know, the, the uh, police departments work on a rotating shift. So you may have four days on, two days off, Okay. Four days on, two days off, or the rotation that I worked under was five, five days on, two days off, four days on, two days off. So uh, departments have different rotations, but for the most part, you know, you're not going to have weekends off for a long time. <laughs> you know, you, uh, depending on your rotation, you may have weekends off every six to eight weeks. Sure. And then the other thing is your holidays. You know, you're going to work your holidays as a new officer until you have some type of seniority and you can take a comp day or a holiday or a vacation day and, and because you're, you're senior, uh, you have seniority on your shift. So that, that is a challenging part, uh, you know, not being able to be with your family during those uh, you know, festive uh, activities. And a lot of times, you know, you're really tired working third shift. It's, it's, it's a, it's, it takes a, a time to adjust to it. Now, in general, you know, we're looking at the idea of maybe skills or personality, that type of thing. I mean, have you seen in general what really thrives in, a, in, in the position of a police officer? Again, you can bring different things to the table, but uh, it just it sort of as a general conversation, those essential pieces that you think need to be there mentally, physically, and however you want to phrase that. You know, you, you, you hear that expression, um, type A personality. Right. And I always say, you, you know, you have to, law enforcement officers are leaders, I mean, they, they, they are leaders. Um, you're, you're encountering people having their worst day ever in their lives. Hmm. Uh, you're, you're encountering people that are in need of significant uh, assistance. You're responding to emergencies that, uh, that certainly they're difficult to see, they're difficult to handle, you know. And ultimately, you know, you may be confronted by a deadly force situation while you're out in a street or in a community. So... Those are all very, you know, challenging things. So the personality, strong personality, uh, you know, is what I see. So leadership potential, uh, leadership capability, good communication skills. Mm-hmm. That, that is so much of an, an asset when you can effectively communicate with people. Because that, you know, effective communication skills really determine sometimes whether a situation is going to escalate or whether it's going to de-escalate where you're going to talk somebody down or, or talk them into surrendering or, or whatever the case is. So 
communication skills are so important uh, when it comes to law enforcement and tenacity and perseverance. Uh, you know, you kind of have to be that, that uh, the one that really perseveres and, and, and is t- tenacious. And, and certainly you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days. And you have to be able to bounce back and, and uh, you know, take the good with the bad and the bad with the good and, and move on and, and get out there and, and, you know, and stay, stay in, uh, you know, keep your job and keep your job going and, and at the high professional level. Now, you touched on a little bit, obviously, and, and you've brought up a number of times in terms of making a difference and, and really, you know, helping in your community. And that was part of the reason you really wanted to get in the area of law enforcement. I guess when you think back to your career, I mean, what parts do you did you really love about it, enjoy about it? I mean, what aspects really sort of made you feel good or, or made you feel like, yes, I am making a difference somehow, some way? From my perspective, and surely other officers may differ with this, is I knew when I got assigned to a squad area, that really I was the only person there or I was, you know, the law enforcement officer there with my coworkers that could only make a difference if somebody was going to commit a crime. Hmm. And, and if somebody's going to try to victimize another person, I knew I was there and I had the obligation to stop it or prevent it. And so that, that's what I look back is, you know, that's, that's, that's a really uh, incredible responsibility when you know somebody is looking at doing a robbery or somebody is going to burglarize somebody else's uh, house, which is which is totally a violation, you know. Right. And and a law enforcement officer is really the only person there that can stop it or prevent it. Other than you know certainly the house the the homeowner can as well, but you know the law enforcement officer has the authority to take somebody into custody, uh, you know, with probable cause. And, and so that that's why I always felt is you know what I'm here. And, and I'm entrusted in this community, you know, by the Waukesha Police Department, and mm-hmm. I'm going to go out and make a difference. And I'm going to stop, you know, drug dealers from, from reaching out to young children and, you know, stop drug dealers and burglars and robbers and whatever else may, may be out there, you know, uh, lurking in the community. That's what a law enforcement officer's job is to stop it or prevent it. You know, and you brought up the idea of a uh, you know, homeowner sort of protecting their their house, that sort of thing. I we could go in a totally different direction with that conversation, especially with all the recent discussion. But we'll uh, we'll save that for another time. But I, I I mean, I do appreciate that you brought that side of it up. That um, there's a certain balance there that the police officer needs to. I'm sure you need to respect the homeowner and what they're trying to do and accomplish. But I mean, your suggestion would be, you know, be safe and contact authorities, and that's that's the general oh, yeah, rule of thumb, yeah. correct? Exactly. I'm always a, a proponent of if you, you, you know, if you are whatever, you know, whatever the situation may be, make sure you dial 911. Get your get your police officer there to to assist. Now, I mean, you touched obviously on a number of the, the challenging aspects. I don't I don't want to belabor too much on there. I mean, you talked about schedule and obviously the the toll it can take physically and mentally and stress. Another another uh, challenging part of the job. It's stressful. Sure. It's stressful. You know you. You're you're getting multiple calls and you're you know you're responding to emergencies and you know it could be an active shooter situation it could be you know, whatever the case is it's 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 a stressful job and so you got to be able to handle stress well and process process stress and then have an outlet whether you exercise and and ultimately you want to have a um you know a good family life as well. 
No, and I think it sort of applies to you as well. And a lot of times we hear in positions like police officer, firefighter, teacher, it's it's almost more like a calling more so. You have this sense of, of wanting to do good and wanting to help in some way. But the question still does come up in terms of compensation, you know, whether it be financially or benefits. Uh, I mean, can you give people an idea of what maybe they would be looking at as far as obviously starting off and then where that potential for growth might be um, in that area? That's another great question. Law enforcement profession, um, it's, it's really gone through some changes over the last years and, and uh, where the, the salary has, has become very uh, decent, uh, you know, very uh, uh, decent salary. And I can tell you, depending on the department, the community, you know, different parts around the state, you know, police officers start around the $40,000 a year mark. Okay. And you know that's that's on average, of course. Right, there, are, right. there are other there are other departments that start higher. There may be some departments that start lower. And then ultimately, what happens is they they base it on your you know they try to get you to a higher standard of income, a higher level of income within your first three years. And so you may have you know step a bump up pay for your first three or four years where you kind of uh, you know you reach your plateau in terms of step uh, increases and then ultimately you get cost of living raises each year. And with with uh, most uh, law enforcement jobs, you know police officers are part of a union, so there's a bargaining uh, uh, a bargaining process that goes on mm-hmm. to to help set uh, wages and, and conditions of work. Well, for the most part, you know excellent benefits. Uh, certainly a, a stable uh, career, uh, a nice income, and ultimately you're not going to get rich. You know, <laughs> being a, being in this profession, you're not going to you're not going to get rich, but certainly you're going to be rewarded and compensated uh, uh, fairly. Right, I think that's very well put. Uh, now we are getting a little low on time, but I did want to ask just sort of a general give you the floor sort of point. If you're in the shoes of the job seeker or you're speaking to job seekers, people who are looking into the field of law enforcement, specifically an idea of, of being a police officer, I, what, what, what do you really want to be able to tell them some last pieces of advice in terms of being prepared or what to expect? I mean, what would you really emphasize for those that are interested in looking into this area? Yeah, and, and again, I, I reiterate what I already said. If you're interested in this profession, you know, walk the walk, talk the talk, uh, prepare yourself. Be you know be a person of, of high integrity, high moral, uh, have leadership uh, a capability. Truly want to make a difference. You know you, you you go into this profession and and ultimately at the end of the day you do make a difference. You know how you respond and how you how you handle a situation, how you problem solve a situation. You do make a difference. You know here's what this profession is not. You know it's not about a power trip. It's not about a, a, you know, a status because you're you're a law enforcement officer. It's not about that at all. It's about doing the right thing, preparing yourself, having good communication skills, and really taking on the mission to become a police officer. And, and ultimately, that's, that's where I'll leave it. Well, Brian, unfortunately, that is going to do it for us here on I Want to Be A and our look into the realm of police work. Uh, Once again, our expert guest has been Brian Doral, the Associate Dean of Criminal Justice and Law Enforcement at Waukesha County Technical College. Brian, if listeners are interested in WCTC's program, how should they get in touch with the school and get that started? Go right to our website at www.wctc.edu and then to follow the, uh, the the boxes to the protective service area. Or uh, certainly uh, they can give you give me a call and call me directly at 
691-5374. If they have any information or if they want to come in and, and take a tour of our facilities, if parents have, uh, you know, are interested in, in, in they know their, their son or daughter is interested in a career in uh, criminal justice or law enforcement, we do have open houses that we, that we have uh, periodically throughout the course of the year. So just give me a call or, uh, you know, I'd be willing to answer any questions. And as you mentioned before, for people who aren't in the area, I mean, there are a number of different routes you can take, whether it's a change of career or right out of high school. I'm just, you know, I'm sure that information is readily available on the Internet for people to find, though. Well, thanks again for joining us and, uh, you know, bringing us some knowledge into this area. We do appreciate it. Of course, we'd love to hear from you, the listeners, as well. So please email us at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com if you have any comments or suggestions for any of our podcasts here on LJN Radio. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later.